0: Tour,
1: tour, tour, tour junkies. Well, greetings, golf addicts, and welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the 3M Open. You got Pat here. I am your host. I'm your only host this week. DV is out on vacation, enjoying himself in some exotic place. Just, I don't know, probably lathering himself up with suntan lotion right now. Um, that's okay. You know, we're coming off the open championship. It was uh, a rather boring open open championship. Congratulations to Brian Harmon, the Georgia Bulldog, with a pretty dominant victory in the open championship. But you know, you know what? we're gonna have a good time on this show. We're gonna have a great time. I want you to I want you to grab some podcast juice. I want you to sit back, get a beer. I want you to enjoy this show and just listen. You know, we maybe interact a little bit, get in the chat, maybe I'll uh answer a few a few questions in the chat. Uh we got uh we got the three M open this week. I think it's gonna be a good event. I think it's gonna be uh we got some decent players in here. So it, it, it could be a uh a chance to possibly see a rookie or somebody like that win, maybe a long shot. I would love to see a long shot get some action here. Uh Brian Harmon was actually a pretty much a long shot. We talked about Brian Harmon a lot at the Open Championship. You know, I mean, the guy was coming in in fantastic form. Uh, he was probably, I think, around 125 to 150 to 1. Probably got shorter as the week got, got, went on because we were talking about him so much. Um, not us, like not me. Nobody was really paying attention to me with that. Um, but, you know, there were a lot of people talking about Brian Harmon, and, and this was uh, it was a good setup for him. I kind of got off of him a little bit more from a DFS angle because I thought the ownership was going to be just too high. And you know what? That's why sometimes you just got to screw it. If you like a guy, you just go ahead and play him. Don't worry about the ownership. All right. Well, maybe, maybe we'll talk about that on the DFS show, but this is the betting show. And you know what? First off, before we get into anything, we got to go down the board presented by leaderboard. And I'll tell you what, our folks, our friends over at leaderboard are fantastic. You guys need to download this, this leaderboard app, okay? Check the link in the description and just go into leaderboard. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing. Here's, here's what I want you to do, folks. I literally did way more research trying to figure out how to do these ad reads than I really did on, on some of the, these golfers this week. I, I got to admit this. I just wanted to get some of these ad reads right, and I'm probably not getting it right. I got this whole sheet right here. All of this stuff on here about ad reads. Here's what I want you to do check the link in the description. I'll say that a million times. It's like, you know, 1 800, check the link in the description. Go down, download Leaderboard, use the code TJ. I don't even know if you need the code, but use the code TJ. And let's get in, get Leaderboard. I want the most people ever to click that link this week and get some Leaderboard. It's a great app, though. It really is. You can check, you know, keep all your stats. It's got every course in the world in there, probably. I could be wrong about that. But it is, it is fantastic. We played a great course, Troubadour, while we were in Nashville last week. Uh, we'll talk about that probably later, maybe when DB's on the show. Um, unbelievable course in Nashville, Tennessee. It was incredible. I kept, uh, I think I kept my stats. I don't, I don't really know. After, like, the first nine holes, I shot 41 on the front, I think. After that, it was a complete shit show, all right? It was, listen, when you're hiding casamigos and trees in the ground and coolers that just pop up out of nowhere, you got buffalo trace in the trees in a, in a bird's nest or something. Like, I mean, that, if things are going to happen, if they're going to do all of these things, refreshment centers all over the golf course, you just walk in. It's like a candy store. You get to take whatever you want things are going to go poorly at some point it, it just can't it, it can't keep going well it's just not but anyway that's what happens um so anyway go check out the leaderboard app it is it's fantastic how do i get this stupid crap it's not a stupid graph. it's a great leaderboard's great go ahead and download it um anyway down the board with leaderboard let's talk about the leaderboard here. I, I got I got two things I want to talk about with this leaderboard, other than Brian Harmon. Okay, everybody's talking about Brian Harmon enough. Go dogs, whatever. Here's the thing. Seb Straka's really coming along. He's really coming along. Second place finish. Bogeyed his last hole. Really should have had a solo second. But I we got to keep an eye out for Straka. All right, this is not a flash in the pan. He's a great player. I get kind of an Ernie Els vibe to him. You know, like a real sweet swing. Seems like he could just you know, slam some beers and have a good time. As a matter of fact, I saw a picture of him drinking some beer with Brian Harmon out of the, uh, the Claire jug. So I think Straka is one we need to keep paying attention to. Another one, Tom Kim, I think, is back. He had that little lull in the season. Tom Kim is back. I tell you who else is back, Cam Young. We got to be back paying attention to Cam Young, all right? We had all this bad talk about him a, a month or two ago. Everybody wanted to hate on Cam Young. But I think Cam Young is somebody that we need to keep an eye out again. I think, you know, here's what happens. These golfers aren't always just gonna have great weeks week after week after week. And Cam Young had a good week last week, another top 10 in a major. We gotta we gotta keep looking at Cam Young. And poor Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood was six under for 65 holes of this golf tournament, I felt like he he never. He, he just he couldn't do anything after he had that really good first round, and, and just there was, there was nothing to Fleetwood after that. He was gassed, I guess. But poor guy, he even tweeted out how upset and gutted he was, but um, anyway, Fleetwood Fleetwood uh, just couldn't get it done. I tell you who can also get it done. who did get it done. And we're going to go down the board real quick at the Barracuda. Oh barracuda oxy barracuda oh oxy got him a win got him a win and guess who guess who lost patrick rogers patrick rogers i don't think patrick rogers can ever win after what happened yesterday it's it's never it's never gonna happen you're you got it here first from me well maybe somebody else I, actually many people have probably said it's never gonna happen i mean Patrick Rogers had this thing, he had it and it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. He, he, if you go into a playoff, first of all, I don't think he ever, that putt that he had to really win it on his 72nd hole. He should, it was kind of a weak, putt, I thought Akshay just knocks his in for birdie, very strong alpha putt. Patrick Rogers just baited the rest of the whole, you know, after, you know, the 72nd hole after he saw that Akshay tied him. And then they get into the, the playoff and and Patrick Rogers goes into a divot. A divot. It's just not, that's it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be for Patrick Rogers. And God love him. He had Austin, our our boy Austin Goggart on the bag. They they had a they had a great tournament, but things just aren't uh weren't going well. But congrats to Akshay. We're gonna hear more from him, I'm sure, as Things continue in his career. A lot of people gave him a lot of crap for leaving early, and he struggled a little bit early on. But he's kept with it. He loves golf. Um, he he had you know he's got a lot of passion for it. I think Akshay is a guy that we need to be a fan of. We need to, uh, and we sh- we're going to get to see more of him because now Akshay has got pretty much full status on P- on the PGA Tour until 2025. We'll see him in some majors next year. We'll see him in the Players Championship. Very excited for that. Um, all right, we're going to talk a lot about uh, some bets, and these are only going to be my bets. Uh, I don't have any of DB's bets. He hasn't hasn't given me any. So it could be a short show. I I don't know. Um, maybe I'll talk forever. I'm going to try not to, though. I'm going to try to have a good show, a little short and sweet show, talk a little bit about this course, because um, I like to do a little bit of a course preview. I don't get to do those anymore, and um, so we'll get into that. At the end, though, I want to talk a little Ryder Cup. I want to talk a little bit of Ryder Cup, And um, I think, I really kind of think the team is almost set. I think it's almost set. But there is, there's probably a few guys that might, there might be a little bit of controversy about. But I feel like this team, one through 12 is pretty close to being where it needs to be. Now, the European tour is a totally, you know, their team is totally different. Not the tour, but the European team is totally different. By the way, I think Seth Straka should be on that team. You know, I think he should be on the team. Um, but that's just my opinion. I'm I'm a big sup fan, but, um, anyway, I had a YouTube comment. I thought for the Ryder cup, but I didn't write it down. Anyway, comment about the Ryder cup on, on YouTube. Okay. Just do a comment. Um, and then also plenty of likes. I want tons of likes. I want a lot of likes, a lot of likes and checking links in the description, doing all those things. Anything I ask you to do, I want you to do. That's what I want. I want you to do. I want you to go into the nut hut. Get into the Nut Hut, our Discord, private Discord channel. Money's being won all over the place in there. So get in there and do that. All right. Go to tourjunkies.com, get into the Nut Hut. I mean, everything I ask you to do, I want you to do everything. Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's get into the top of the. Well, actually, let's talk about some course thoughts this week. We'll go about. Go, we'll talk about Twin Cities. Um, all right. This is, I believe, the fifth time they have been here at TPC Twin, Twin Cities, uh, just outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Blaine, Minnesota. It's a, originally an Arnold Palmer design back in 2000. It says here you had some Tim Heron influence with Tom Lehman in 2018. Tim Heron. Uh, it's, it's par 71, just over 7,400 yards. you got a lot of water on this course. Water comes into play in 15 holes. Bent grass fairways. You've got Kentucky bluegrass with fescue rough. Last year they got that rough up a little bit, I believe, if I remember. Um, Could make it a little bit tougher. The greens, uh, bent grass greens, very pure. Twelve on the stump. Um, Here's the thing about this course. I mean, when you look at the past winners here, we've got you know Tony Finau won last year at 17 under. under. Cameron Champ won here and at 15 under. Michael Thompson, ball striker galore at 19 under back in 2020, and then Matthew Wolf. I believe this was his first PGA Tour victory as a rookie in 2019. He was at 21 under. So we've seen anywhere in the last few years between 15 under and 21 under. Um, You know, when you think about it, just a a lot of ball striking going on here. All right. Hitting a lot of fairways. These greens are relatively easy to hit. You got to put the lights out. That's that's what you're going to see. I mean, so we've got distance, you know, we've got bombers out here like a Cam Champ, but then a Michael Thompson is known for his ball striking. He's won the Honda Classic like twice, if that tells you anything. Matthew Wolf's obviously a bomber. So a lot of different things you, you can see here. Um, you know, when Matthew Wolf won, Bryson DeChambeau was, was second, but then you had a, a magnificent ball striker in Kyle Morikawa, uh, who was also kind of coming out right there with Matthew Wolf was um, was right there behind him with uh, just one stroke behind him. You know, last year when Tony Finau won, say he's pretty much a bomber. You had a guys like, you know, ball striker extraordinaire, Emiliano Grillo right behind him. Sun J.M., just a flush show right there behind him. So a lot of different types of players can win here this week. The weather's going to be absolutely perfect, totally different than what we saw at the Open Championship. I didn't really see much wind. didn't see any rain. So I think it's, it's going to, you know, lend itself to a lot of different players um, that can play well. You really want to look for me, like if you're looking at stats. I mentioned ball striking, but I think you know guys off the tee well, approach game as well. But look at your putters. Look at your guys that are just not not necessarily just on bent grass. You can look at that, put that in your model if you want to. But just look at guys that are really striking. You know, putting well leading up to this event. Lucas Glover comes to mind. All of a sudden, he's changing his game. He's going to become top ten in the world probably because. The guy can all of a sudden putt. But anyway, so I think that's one thing that you want to look at. All right. Here we go. Let's get into the top of the board here at uh, from the outrights. We're going to go up to 25 to 1. And I'm going to do it, guys and ladies and kids. If there are any kids listening.
0: Um,
1: I'm going Cam Young. Cam Young, 16 to 1 odds is the best where I'm seeing him at Bet MGM. I, I, think, I think it's almost there. I think the win is finally about to come for Cam Young, and I'm going to do it at 16 to 1. I know that's short, okay? Maybe that's a sucker play, but I don't care. I'm going to do it with Cam Young. I'm back in on him, back in on the Cam Young train. And then outside of that, there's really not a whole lot of people that I like inside 25 to 1. I don't really feel that great about Hideki. He's at 18 to 1. JT's at 20 to 1. 22 to one's the best number I see him at at MGM. The thing I would say about JT is this. this. This goes to the narrative thing, which I'm not always a huge fan of with the narrative thing, but he does really need to play well if he wants to try and make this Ryder Cup team. All right? That's probably his biggest goal at this point. All right? Majors are out of the way. He's not winning the FedEx Cup Championship. He wants to try to make the Ryder Cup. So he's got to play good from now on. They got four more chances. That's it. Four more chances. Sandings to get cut off. All right. And then after that, then it then it you just leave it to chance. You leave it to Captain Zach Johnson. So that's the thing with JT that makes you think, well, look, I get that he's had these terrible rounds lately, but he's also had some good ones in here. Okay. So it's it's not like you can't. I don't. I don't think you can just totally avoid him. Twenty-two to one. I feel like it could. St- the way he's playing, it, that really just doesn't feel like a, a ton of value lately. But um, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sleep on JT. I think he can have a, um, I think he can have a good week this week. Um,
0: all right. So,
1: um, that's that's it. That's really all I got. Inside of twenty-five to one. I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys to even choose from. I don't want to bring up every single one. There's, there's no reason to do that. Um, so that's, that's what you got. All right, let's talk about the next range. We're going to go out 26 to 1 up to 75 to 1. There's, I think this is, this is a good range to kind of sit in for a little bit. Good range to sit in. And you know what? Before I get into this, we got to talk about my friends over at SoBet, who I've just met. I've just met some SoBet people, and they are absolutely fantastic. This is, a, this is an app or, or a, a site that you've got to get in on with SoBet. Um, I'll put up the graphic here, but you know what? What did I say at the beginning of the show? Check the link in the description, all right? Use promo code TJ. Get into SoBet. Learn about all these folks. They got all these great handicappers in here. They've all been vetted. They all got to keep track of everything they're doing. Get into SoBet. You can get it for $9.95 a month. Use the code TJ. It is, it is great. I got to learn a lot about them while i was in nashville they got great folks running this um running this website and i think it's uh it's something that you really can gain a lot of value in not just in golf all right baseball football we got coming up college football we got coming up you like to bet on tennis you can do that they've got they've got handicappers in there for tennis so all of these things you need to go check out so and what are you what are you supposed to do the link in the description link in the description all right so bet that's two that's two ads out of the way i had minimum requirements and i got two of them out of the way already
0: all right here we go um just kind of checking out the chat there hope everybody's enjoying the Hmm.
1: all right let's talk about some mid-range guys all right let's talk about some mid-range folks and this is where I think you got, you got a lot of value in here that we can look at. Um, you know, I think you can go back to Sepp Straka. Sep's at 30-1. to 1. It, The guy, again, just, just continues to play well. Won a few weeks ago at the John Deere. I believe he had the most birdies at the Open Championship, just like he did at the John Deere Classic. I could be wrong. A lot of mistakes out there. What you don't want from Sepp is to hit it in the water a lot. But you know what? He
0: won at the Honda Classic. There's a lot of water at the
1: Honda Classic. There's a ton. So obviously he knows how to avoid that. So I think that's something you want to look at with, with Sepp. Um, and that's the thing, too. Like, you're looking at stats. I think, um, I think bogey avoidance for sure should be, you know, something you want to look at for sure. Um, you know, you don't want these guys hitting it in the water and making bogeys. That's bad. Bad in golf. You don't want that to happen. So um, anyway. Another guy I'm gonna keep doing. I'm just I'm just gonna keep betting on Gary Woodland. I got him at forty to one. There is what I'm seeing the best odds for him on BetMGM. Um, you know, you look at just across the board. He's fourth in this field in strokes gain approach. He's second in the field in ball striking right now. Um, top twenty in birdie or better percentage. The putting has definitely been kind of has not been good. Not been good. But we always say anybody can get hot. With the putter, Gary Woodland's been playing pretty well recently, um, so I like that. Um, you know, he's played here one time. He played here back in twenty twenty one, and he was t eleven. So Gary Woodland at forty to one, I think, is a, is another one that uh, I might uh, might not, might put some put some money down on. I like Adam Hadwin also at forty five to one. We saw him almost win recently when um, who was it?
0: Was it Nick Taylor? Who was it the one when Adam Hadwin got tackled? I guess it was, was it?
1: I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. Poor Adam Hadwin. But I do like Adam Hadwin this week. Um, I I think he's another one that, um, you know, you look at great ball striker, great on approach, um, you know, gives himself a ton of looks from birdie chances. He's a, I mean, we all know he's been a a, a a great putter for a long, long time, and bogey avoidance. Another one. He's third in the field there in bogey avoidance. So I think Adam Hadwin is is another one to look at at forty five to one. Now I feel. By the way, if I mention a name who's who's um, withdrawn, you know, just whatever, just strike it from your memory. It never happened. All right, because that that happens sometimes. Um when it's just me rolling solo. That's just what, what we tend to see. Anyway, yeah, so it was Nick Taylor. It was Nick Taylor
0: that was. Uh, um,
1: and that one, when, when Adam had one, got tackled. Um, got this in the chat. I got to show this. Any concerns with guys making the trip back across the pond? I, I do think that this is one of the narratives that does bother me a little bit but usually when it's kind of like within the states like if it's somebody like making the trip from the west coast to the east coast and you know they were they were a little late getting there and whatever else i I think that doesn't make a huge difference this though can i think make a little bit of a difference i I do think you know it's a lot of travel you know I, i think that can be some concern i I don't know exactly how many guys we have in this field that that are all you know that all played in the open championship um you know just just looking at the top you know you did have guys like cam cam young play obviously Final, sung jay you know a lot of the guys at the top of this field all played you know Grillo was was straight you know near the end there straka um but they all still have a lot to play for right now so so i don't think you're going to see you know too much tiredness um but it but it can be a factor i just don't think it'll be like a factor enough for me to totally just not bet a guy because of it um maybe in dfs maybe i won't but um anyway so we'll see um all right Back in the mid range a little bit. Let's 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 drop down the, the board here. Let's let's look at some other guys. here's one that I think I think Cam Davis is sneaky good this week. He's at he's at forty to one on points, but he's also at forty to one on uh on DraftKings. I, I think Cam Davis is one and this is kind of like a there's a little bit of a field play mentality to this one. Cam Davis has been very inconsistent this year. I feel like he missed a cut at the Scottish Open. Um he was top 20 though at the Rocket Mortgage, T33 at Travelers. This feels though like a, a good week for, for Cam Davis. Um, you, you know, you look at his history here. He's played here three, three or really four straight years, missed the cut in 2019, T twelve in 2020, T twenty eight in twenty twenty-one, and then T16 in twenty twenty-two. So it, it's a course he's obviously done well on. And I think Cam. Is, is kind of trending here in the, in the right direction. So so I do like Cam Davis a lot this week, you know, when you're looking at, and, and it's, again, for him, the putter is, is is really what's been a problem. But other than that, top 30 in bogey avoidance, you know, 22nd birdie or better percentage, 10th off the tee, 20th in ball striking. And this is over his last 24 rounds. So I think Cam Davis is one of those real sort of sneaky good plays that I do like to, to possibly win in an outright I'm also going to have a very hard time not betting Sahith the gala. I, I don't I don't know why but I just continue to bet Sahith and I'm probably just going to keep doing it and keep doing it until finally he hits. Um Sahith is 35 to 1 pretty much across the board. Uh I, I would say the greatest value there. He, another guy that's been very inconsistent lately. He's missed his last two cuts. Um but who knows really kind of is, I feel like, you know, he's just getting his feet wet over there in, 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 Scotland and, and, and England. And so he's just, I don't, I don't think he, I, I just, I wasn't feeling it over there for him, but I think this is a, this is a good solid spot for him. Um, so Sahith is another one that I, that I think that I'm going to have to fire in on this week. Um I know, I, maybe I won't fire him. What, what is wrong with Sahith? He's missed two cuts here. What the hell? All right. I mean, I mean, forget I ever talked about Sahith.
0: What is wrong with you, Sahith? How could you do that? Um, all right. Give me a second here. All right. Moving along
1: down the board a little bit let's talk about um let's get into a little bit longer range here 76 to one into 130 to one next set of players here that i think we can look at Uh, actually no let's i got a couple more that i want to i want to bring up in this mid-range i like aaron rye a lot 50 to one another guy we've seen just right on the cusp a little bit he's there at 50 to one mark hubbard is right there at 50 to one by the way, I'm not. I'm not going to bet Patrick Rogers. He's at 45 to one out. Totally out on Patrick Rogers. Just, just can't do it. Just can't do it, especially after what we saw last week. Uh, so I will not be betting any Patrick Rogers. I tell you who I'm going to bet a lot of, and that is Lucas Glover. He's 60 to one on points bet. Just, I mentioned this earlier. The guy continues to just change his whole putting game around. Change his whole putting game around. It's been, you know, you know, he's been a terrible putter forever. And all of a sudden, Lucas Glover has figured it out. He's got that longer putter. Um and you just look at all the stats across the board for him. Ball striking approach off the tee, all of it has been fantastic. Gained 5.4 strokes putting at the Rocket Mortgage, gained 3.6 putting at the John Deere Classic. He was Flatlined really on putting, lost a little bit at the saw, but those three events he was he was fourth, sixth, and fifth. So top ten finishes in his last three events, putting well. I like it. I think you got to keep on with Lucas Glover. I, I think it's just this is you know if if his putter's hot and it's going to stay this way, then I think you got to bet bet Lucas Glover in here. So I would definitely stay there with him. Don't. Don't don't fade Lucas. You got you got to play him while he's hot. All right. Um, outside of that, another guy I think here in this range, I, I'm going to try and I, I I could say like a thousand names in here, but it's it's really, um. So it's really tough because I feel like Taylor Pendrith is another one that we need to start getting back on. He's at sixty six to one. He's played well recently. I like old Taylor Pendrith as well. Um, all right, so. That's there in the
0: mid-range. Um, okay. This is this is good. Here we are. Yes, Spaz, I think a lot of
1: people are going to be on. I think a lot of people is gonna, are going to be on Eric, Cole, and Grillo. I feel like. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like they are. The one reason they might not be on Grillo so much is is the travel thing that we were just talking about earlier that's that's the one thing I think that could be a little bit of an issue for him but but I don't know um and Nicole's just been playing so damn good this whole year um he just really has so all right, let's move down the board a little bit um to some of our long shots. And I again, this is a week where I think we could definitely see some long shots win. We've seen it before. Um, so we'll look at guys kind of up to 130 to one, and then we'll talk some bombs. Then I've got some top 20s, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it up with a little rider cup conversation, and then we'll be done. That's it. Um, so let's move it on here. I look, Sam Bennett, 110 to one. I mean, why not? You know, we saw Matthew Wolf win here early in his career. Why not why not some Sam Bennett? He can do that. Um, I like him. We gotta look at KH Lee, right? He's at 80 to one. Why we have to. TPC Lee. You 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 can't not look at KH Lee this week. I think he is another one that um I could see playing very well uh on this golf course. Let's look at his history here. Let's look at old KH Lee's history here. Yeah, so he had a top 10 back in 2021, 66th in 2020. Um, So KH Lee, I think, is is definitely in play here, for sure. Um, A guy that I was on a lot and kind of just popped for me a little bit at the Open Championship, he played well at the Scottish Open uh, with a 12th-place finish. Sucked at the Open. My bad. But Lee Hodges has finished well here. He finished T-16 here last year. Um, He's another one that I think is certainly in play. Um, you look at the best numbers for him, 90 to 1 on points bet uh, for Lee Hodges. He's another great ball striker. Um, let's uh let's see if I can find his stats here. Yeah, top 30 in the field in ball striking, you know, about average in the field in putting, uh, 31st off the tee. So Lee Hodges is another one I think that you could look at for sure this week at 90 to 1. A um, couple others in here. I don't want to do Will Gordon. Not gonna do it. I always want to, but I'm not going to. Um I I think Shez Reevy. I think Shez at 110 to one. He he's another one we've seen, you know, pop his head up, you know, pop his head up out of a hole somewhere. And 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 you saw uh you saw Shez, you know, almost almost win some tournaments recently. So I think he's one that you can look at. Um other than that, Grayson Sig is at 125 to one. Going we'll to talk about him in just a minute too, but I think Grayson Sig—he's he's had some really good finishes recently. I like him as well. Um, I think that's about it. You got—are we going to talk about Cam Champ? Do, do we got it? Is this a Cam Champ week? I, I mean, I feel like every so often we got to put Cam Champ out there somewhere. Maybe in DFS, I don't know about an outright. But every so often, you got to
0: look at Cam Champ. Um, all right. Before we get into
1: some like super long shots, let's talk about some coffee because I tell you what, I've been um, I've been needing some coffee this week. Um, I've been eating some front nine coffee. Um, been been a little bit tired after traveling, and you got to go check out the folks and our friends at Front Nine Coffee. I don't know. Oh, here it is. Um, there you go. Good jitters. Use promo code TJ10, 10% off your entire order. Their coffee is fantastic. You got Pat's Bump and Run. You got DB's something. Something about balls. I don't know, but I, I, the Bump and Run is fantastic coffee. Go check out our friends over at Front Nine Coffee. It's, it, they got K-Cups now. If you like the K-Cups, use promo code TJ10. And what else did I tell you? Check the links in the description. If they aren't in the links, send me a message and say it wasn't in the damn links, Pat. And you told me to do you told me to do the links. But go check them out. Frontline Coffee. Love them. Absolutely
0: love them. All right. I figure out where is on the screen so you don't have to look at that anymore. There. Okay. Front nine coffee. F- uh, I don't know. I can't find it.
1: Can't find it. Can't get it off the damn screen. My old eyes want. So maybe you're just going to have to look at front nine coffee for the rest of the entire show. Um, oh, wait. There we go. Okay. Um, let's get into some long shots. DB's is going to laugh at that one. Because I couldn't figure out how to get it off the damn screen, I couldn't find it. We got all these graphics; There are graphics everywhere. It's 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 nuts. Um,
0: all right, let's get into some long shots.
1: By the way, after that, you should definitely be buying some coffee. I got a few long shots so that we can look at. I got a few that we need to we need to be paying attention out to here. Um, I always feel like we got to look at Dylan Wu. He's at one hundred and fifty to one. I like Andrew Novak. Andrew Novak is two hundred and ten to one. By the way, on Fanduel, much shorter, much shorter. He's at one hundred and thirty to one on DK. I I don't know about that. Um, Andrew Novak, two hundred and ten to one. Who else we got in here that we think can? You know, for some reason, Chad Ramey keeps kind of popping a little bit for me which is crazy, but you can also get him at 190 to one little, little little Chad Ramey. Don't mind him at all. Um, he's, by the way, he's made his last four cuts. Chad has T 38 at the travelers, T 17 at the rocket mortgage, and then, um, 42nd and 44th at the John Deere and the Barbasol. So Chad Ramey has been playing some, some decent golf as well. Um, recently, you also could look at a guy like Justin Lauer. He's back this week, unless he's unless he's withdrawn, um, which I don't think he has. But Justin Lauer always tends to play well. If I feel like this time of year, he is at two hundred and fifty to one on points bet. So there we go. All right, let's talk about a few. Um, let's talk about a few guys that um, are in the top top twenty bets. I'm going to do the three pack, not the six pack. We're gonna do the three pack here, Um, so I like. I'm, you know, we have the six pack is when DB's here, all right. So we got to do the three pack with me, and this is gonna be two locks as top 20s and then a bomb at four to one or longer. So here's my two locks. I'm gonna go with Sung J M at even money, all right, plus 100. I like Sung J there. Look, Sung J's been not great lately, but this is he's he's back here on the course. That he's had a lot of success on with a T two last year, top fifteen back in twenty nineteen. I, I think Sung Jae is, um, is 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 definitely you know top twenty material for this week for sure. And you're getting him into even money. He did come back, you know, he missed the cut at the Scottish Open, but had a T twenty, kind of a sneaky top twenty finish at the Open Championship. And like you know, we're we're not seeing Sung Jae on the leaderboards like to to win. But it still is not that bad. I mean, top 30 at the Travelers, top 25 at the Rocket Mortgage. So, sunjay has been up there. I like him as a top 20 at Even Money. And then I'm going with Lucas Glover at plus 240. I, the, the love from, for Lucas Glover right now is just, it's in an, an all time high for me. It really is. And I've said all the reasons already, but plus 240 there. My bomb is going to be at four to one, plus 400, Grayson Sig. I like old Sig. I like the way he's been playing lately. Um, He's got two top 20s in his last three events, had a top 20 at the Travelers, had a top 20 at the John Deere Classic. So uh, Grayson Sig at plus 400 will be the last top 20 play. He will be the bomb for me. All right. So that is all I've got there. Let's talk a little bit Ryder Cup talk, and then I'll, I'll be out of here. All right? Then I'll be out of here. We'll be at like 45 minutes, maybe even less. Um, but here's the Ryder Cup team right now. All right? You got the top six, which are get locked in. Once you're in the top six, and now we've got four more events before they're going to lock that in. But here's the top six right now. Scotty Scheffler, he's automatic. Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon has moved up into third after that win at the Open Championship. Brooks Kepka. Xander Shuffley, Patrick Cantlay—that's the top six right now. I think they're all locked in. They could shuffle in and out of that top six, but I, I think all of those guys are playing um, in Rome. Okay, I just I don't see how any of them are not. Now here's the next six. All right, now so six are automatic, and then the next six are going to be captains' picks. But right now, you would have Max Homa at seven, Cam Young at eight, Jordan Spieth at nine. Keegan Bradley at 10, Kyle Cow at 11, Ricky Fowler at 12. You'll notice a name who is not there, and that is Justin Thomas. He is at 14, Sam Burns is at 13. I really feel like if you're doing the team right now, I'm okay with where it is. Right now, if you cut it off right now and you had that was your final, that was it. Max Homer seven, Cam Young, eight, Speeth, nine, Keegan, 10. Morikawa eleven, Ricky Fowler twelve. I'd be all right with. I, I just don't see how many people could argue. I, I don't think Sam Burns should be on the team. I really don't, and I don't really feel like Justin Thomas should be on the team. You don't get credit in the Ryder Cup for past Ryder Cups. I don't feel like, unless you like have real real credit, like maybe like a Mickelson or something, or somebody has a, just they've played forever. In Ryder Cups, and they, or, you know, maybe he had a, like an injury for a, a couple months. I, I don't know, but Justin Thomas to me doesn't get the credit yet. He doesn't have the credit to make it on the team. So I, I just, I feel like if you cut it off at Ricky Fowler right there at twelve, that's it for me. That's it. I, I don't, I don't think you need to go down and take Burns. You don't need to take JT. I mean, I don't want JT over over Morikawa. I don't want JT over Keegan. Keegan offers a lot to this this team. Not just his play, which has been good lately. He's a fiery guy. I think he's a great Ryder Cup competitor. I like that. Jordan Spieth really kind of needs to get it together a little bit, but I don't see how you could play JT over him or Sam Burns over him. Cam Young has also been playing well lately. You got to go a lot on these uh, this recent form. Okay, we're trying to win the Ryder Cup here. We're not we're not just trying to give guys you know credit and and maybe JT the the team chemistry thing is what. People are going to talk to talk about, but I I don't get it. I I just don't really get it. Um, Now JT goes lights out for the next four weeks and plays really well. Maybe gets a win. Okay. Maybe we can talk about it. All right. But right now I just don't, I don't see it happening. So I think it's pretty locked in to be honest with those top 12. Uh, Love to hear your thoughts. Maybe put those in the comments too. Um, That's really all I've got um, this week. Check all the links in the description. I'm gonna have a DFS show. I'm gonna record that at some point tonight. We'll see. It won't be live. I appreciate you checking in, and um, you know what? Love you all. You're the best. See you in the Nut Hut this week. I'll be around and bend over your bookies.
0: See ya. Out.